This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this third episode in the War Vessel Radio podcast lineup. Um, Excited to be getting with you again this week and kicking this off. So today is kind of part two of last week's episode, which was uh, on loving the Lord your God um, and seeking a relationship with Jesus in everything we do, especially in prayer and in quiet time, um, searching the scriptures in his word. And today I want to talk about um, the second portion of Matthew 22 verses 36 to 39. Um, Verse 39 is the second part that Jesus talks about being like love the Lord your God, which is love your neighbor as yourself. And this is the part um, that I have been wrestling with the last week as I have been it's just not as easy to talk about as loving the Lord your God. I I feel like for me right now my, my passion is for Jesus to the point where um, it feels, this is wrong by the way, it feels this, that's the way I'm thinking or have been thinking, um, that it almost feels lesser to take my eyes off Jesus and um, try to love others, if you will. That That's wrong and um, clearly that's not how I want to live, but it's kind of been um, a wrestling match for me as I, as I dive into this study of loving your neighbor as yourself. And one of the things that um, I've been considering and the things that have been on my heart the most have been like, well, who are my neighbors? And clearly, biblically, this means that Jesus is talking about anyone that you come into contact with. And whether that be your next door neighbor or the person or the clerk across the, the grocery store, um, the person you meet on the sidewalk, whatever the case may be, um, these are the people we are told to love. And um, so looking at, looking at that, the two um, things that have been most, or the two concepts that have been most on my mind have been the people that, I come into contact the most on a daily basis. And those, namely, are my parents and my siblings. And I know there is one of the Ten Commandments is, honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you, that your days may be long and that it may be well with you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. I know that's in the Ten Commandments, but I really want to look at what it truly means to... uh, be in a loving relationship with your parents. And I know some of you um, might not have a relationship with your parents that's very much good, or you might not uh, consider the relationship with your parents to be one that you can truthfully love them the way that Jesus is talking about now. And um, I understand that there's times in my life as a 20-year-old, one-year-old guy who lives in my parents' basement where uh I struggle with that too. And so that's kind of why this is on my heart right now because of the people in my life, some of the hardest people in my life to love and respect are my parents 
and oftentimes my siblings as well fall into that that category. And um, in truth, this is something that relatively recently I've been really wrestling with and trying to, uh, I can tell that the Lord is working on my heart and trying to uh, grow me closer to him in this. And recently I've been going through a couple discipleship classes with some guys uh, that I really respect and um, love, and we've been talking about getting to uh, one of the the topics we talk about is getting becoming a man of God, essentially, uh, looking at what it means to become a man of God and learning to love God, which is, that's really the heart of what I talked about last week, and then one of the other studies we're in is marriage and children, um, and as a single guy, it's been kind of a a weird one for me to go through since it is written for for married men. But some of the things I've been taking from it is at the questions that the this curriculum that we are going through asks, or the study, I should say, asks that pertain to marriage, uh, I've been translating them to what is my like my marriage relationship with Jesus, since biblically it does say that if we are in Christ, we are married to Christ, or we are betrothed to Christ, the bride of Christ. Um, and so I look at, you know, one of the questions that we were dealing with a couple weeks ago is what's the biggest hurt in your marriage? And they were talking to husbands, uh, particularly who had wives. So like husbands, what is your biggest hurt in your marriage with your wives? And as a single guy trying to answer this question, I I chose to look at this from my relationship with Jesus and just, and write out the things that I believed were causing the biggest hurts um, in my relationship with him. And so similarly, going through these studies, uh, some of the questions I've had to do is I have to look at, um, like, my mom and my sisters. How do I treat my mom and my sisters at a daily basis? Because how I treat them now is ultimately going to be a pattern for how I would treat the my my future wife. And so that has really been challenging me and it's not an I think it's not an easy thing for me to go through. I do truly love my sisters and my mom and want to serve them well, but oftentimes I find myself not serving them as I should, not in the manner that Jesus has called me as a man to love them as Christ loved the church. Um, and so I fall short of that, and I realize I need more sanctification, and my prayer has been recently that the Lord would just align my heart to look like his heart and loving others. And so kind of boiling this all down, my heart in this is looking at, um, as a single guy who is under my parents' authority because I live in their house and who lives with seven other younger siblings, how do I, they're, they're really my test subjects, if you will, for how I should love others. And first and foremost, they're my family. So how I love them is ultimately going to be synonymous with how I treat others. So, and I fail at this every day. I, I have to repent and I have to ask for forgiveness from them every day. And I'm, I'm learning to appreciate them for who they are. And I'm very thankful for all my siblings and but I have found in my life that the times that I have been respectful of my parents and I have uh, 
loved my siblings the way I would desire them to love me have oftentimes been some of the most blessed times in my life growing up. I can think of back when I was around, I don't know, probably 16, when I, I rededicated my life to the Lord from the, the path I was going on. And um, I truly tried to put honoring my parents before some of the decisions I was trying to make. Like I asked them how they thought about me taking this job or or buying this vehicle and tried and included them in the daily steps as a as a young guy that I was trying to make. Uh, and I found that having them in in those uh, scenarios proved to be extremely beneficial to my growth, how um, the decisions I made, whether they ended up being good ones or bad ones. Oftentimes when my parents were involved, they, they ended up being good ones. Now there's going to be times where you as a person have to make your own decisions outside of your parents' authority and or they are going down a path that you don't believe to be right for you and I, I'm saying this from a scriptural sense that maybe they're they're doing something in their life that or have a practice in their life that isn't what you believe to be correct in terms of following Jesus and so that's going to be a time where you have to respect them but ultimately you have to respect Christ first and that's that love the Lord your God over loving your neighbor as yourself and loving your parents as yourself. And one of the things I would suggest for that is if there comes a time or maybe you have parents who you can't respect from a position that you can follow them in a way that leads to godliness, then I would say respect them by praying for them on a daily basis and um, truly seeking to bring Jesus into that relationship through your own actions towards them, and not just outright, you know, cutting them off from your life, but by, in humility, still being in relationship with them and desiring them to come to Jesus in a way that you can respect them. And so that that is something that I have found to be critical in my life, and I'd say the same with my siblings as well, uh, oftentimes I'm the eldest brother in my family and the oldest sibling. And so nine out of ten times, my little siblings just want to spend time with me. They want to play with me, especially my two little brothers. Um, or they're in my room and I'm trying to get something done. And that sometimes can be irritating. And I off most of the time I feel much to my shame I don't respond in a in a true Christ-like manner and my desire is to realign myself with Jesus and learn to love them as I love myself and to include them with the daily things I do and so this is really these two th- elements of just the family have really been on my heart and I because it connects so closely to where I want to be as a man as a single guy, I'm looking towards a, a potential future marriage um, with a young lady one day, and how I treat my mom and my sisters 
directly influences that. And if I'm not treating my sisters and my mom in a way that aligns with Christ, then I won't treat my future wife that way. And so now I need to be, well, I feel the prompting of Christ and the conviction of Christ to be striving to treat them and to honor them and to lift them up that is going to be preparing me for that future marriage and for that future relationship. And so that is critical for me right now as a guy. And then as someone who's, who's looking towards marriage, also looking towards a family and recognizing how I treat my siblings is going to be how I treat my kids or yeah, how I would treat my siblings is how I treat would treat my my kids, and so as a general, I should say that as a general rule, you know, how I respond now to a little one of my little brothers is probably going to be how I respond to one of my kids that's just busted into something that I'm doing and made a mess of it, or or whatever, or being loud, whatever the case is, what my response now could very well be my response then. And so these are things that I have to be preparing myself for in Christ and seeking Jesus and saying, right now, Lord, I know my heart is not in alignment with you and I need you to make a change in my life where I can respond to my parents and to my siblings out of your love because I recognize of myself I can't do it. I'm still selfish and want my things. And so this is something that I've been learning for many years and am now trying to take as as seriously as I can. And I'll even admit that over the last few days, as I've been preparing for this podcast, that it seems the enemy has created more circumstances to test how I respond. And I'd say I've a good 50% of the time not responded in a heart that I would love it if Jesus was standing right beside me and I just said that to my mom or my dad or or rebuffed one of my rebuffed I don't know if that's the right term but or said something to one of my siblings that could have hurt them or um, made them not feel loved and cherished and that's not what I want and so I've just truly been praying about this in my own life, and um, this podcast has been helping me grow as well as I challenge myself and honestly seek to what I share being Jesus and what Jesus teaches and the topics that I'm sharing are also being implemented in my own life, and I'm also being convicted and challenged by these same things. So really all I'm saying here is I have a lot of work to do, but I I see the fruit, both from my past and from now, of really pressing into Jesus and looking at, all right, I he says that there's a blessing if I honor my father and mother, and not only honor them, but if I, I love them. And so seeking to lay down myself, whether they're right or I'm right, and listen to them, and then respect them with how I respond, how I choose to act after that, 
I know Jesus is going to bless me in that, and ultimately it's going to heal my relationship with my parents. I have found that the more that I turn to my parents and ask and respect them and ask them and instead of just circumventing around them or trying to go my own path, the more I come to them asking for wisdom and advice, the more they respect me and give me more freedom to make decisions in my own life because they can see a pattern in my life where I come to them and they, they respect me back and it's a mutual it's a mutual trust that we grow. and But it really does, I know in challenging family dynamics and challenging parental dynamics, it's extremely hard to respect parents as young men and women. And um, I know coming from a big family, the dynamic of the family experience can often be very difficult at times. And there can be multiple sides to an argument and multiple scenarios all colliding at one time. And it's hard to, when you know you're right, to just shut up and allow and allow um, a peace to come into the situation by not arguing and not trying to justify yourself, but take responsibility for the things you know that you need to take responsibility for and listen to wisdom where you need to listen to wisdom and have it applied in your life. And, and then at the same time, maturely have a conversation and dialogue with your own frustrations towards your, your parents. And the same thing can be said with your siblings as well when there's an argument with your siblings. or And just seeking to bring peace into the situation and love into the situation, into whatever the the, the, the dynamic may be by laying down of yourself first and hearing and listening and then applying yourself to the love of Christ and having a conversation out of that. Um, and you, this, if you can, I, and I say, if I could truly grasp into this or grasp onto this, this would, this will affect every area of life, including friendships, um, strangers, how I treat friends, how I treat strangers, and then ultimately what the Bible talks is loving your enemy. And it, re- it starts with how you love those closest to you. It's how you're ultimately going to end those who end up being outside of your family. Like the next group is your friends. Your friends are your, your core group of people that they're your peers. And so how you love your family will dictate how you love them. Maybe you don't love your, maybe you show that you love your friends, but then behind your back, you're secretly judging them or you're driving back from wherever and you are just judging them. And that, that's a different side of not loving them that has to be dealt with as well. And so, and, and then strangers, how you treat strangers or, um, or your enemies eventually, those who uh, are harming you in a way, and that can be a variety of things. So the heart here is looking to Jesus and saying, Jesus, by my, of myself, I cannot love others the way I aspire to based off what you tell me in your word. 
and I need you to come into my life and love through me. And if you're in the wrong in a situation, then the Holy Spirit is going to come in and gently convict you and say, you need to go to your parents and humbly say, you know, up until now, I have not respected you well or I have not loved you well as a son or daughter. And so from now on, I'm going to try my best to honor you and serve you and love you in the way that God calls me to. And it's the same thing with your siblings as well. And and to seek repentance all the way around and allow the Holy Spirit to convict and touch the places he needs to touch in that. And this is something that he's been doing in my own life very recently and something that I recognize I still have an endless frontier of work to continue in. But I'm excited at the fruit that he is showing me and the fruit that he has shown me. And I'm really pressing into seeking to love my parents and my family, friends, strangers, and my enemies with the love of Christ and bringing that into the same love that he hung on a cross to fulfill that element of the law. He fulfilled the Ten Commandments perfectly with his life on earth, and he fulfilled love the Lord your God by a full dependence, a sinless life before his Father, and by dying on a cross for everyone in love and sacrifice, desiring a relationship with them, he fulfilled love your neighbor as yourself. And so now we just need to walk in Christ and accept all those things have been done for us and allow his Holy Spirit to influence us and work through us to continue the work that he's doing in our own lives. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at, and I hope that's been encouraging to you guys. I would love to hear um, feedback. You can use my email, warvesselradio at gmail.com. Um, I'd love to hear any questions, comments, or um just like what you think about the family dynamic, how we should honor our father and mother in a biblical perspective, how um, we should love our siblings. And yes, would just love to connect with the heart of my listeners if that is something that you feel led to do. Um, I had a dear friend share with me some things I could make uh, this podcast or these episodes a little bit more engaging and also bring you into a little bit of who I am as a person behind the scenes. And I thought that was some excellent advice. So at the end of these episodes, I thought I'd just give you a couple um, things that are special about me, I guess, or, or um, yeah, just some, some snippets of who I am. So I love hunting. That is one of my, my great passions in life, if you will. And I oftentimes feel very close to Jesus when I'm out in his creation, in his wilderness, um, just enjoying the beauty of the morning or evening and um, witnessing what he's created and having the joy and the thrill of hunting his creation. Uh, That's one thing I love. Uh, I'd say a book that I've been really enjoying, or two books I've been really enjoying, is uh, The Deeper Christian Life by Andrew Murray. Uh, that has been an excellent book and has been challenging me in more than one way. I would highly recommend if you guys ever get the chance to read that book. 
And then the other one I've been listening to is called Extreme Ownership, and it's written by two Navy SEALs. And uh, that has been a, a cool book, just trying to learn um, some of what the Navy SEAL leaders have learned about leading others, what works, what doesn't work, and accepting accountability for you as a leader are responsible for everything that goes wrong. And that, I think, can apply to the Christian life as well. And looking at if I'm, if I'm desiring to demonstrate Christ as a leader, then the things that I do or things that go wrong around me I should accept responsibility for and seek to bring Jesus into that situation. So um, that has been a, a unique book to go through. It's, I mean, it's written by secular authors, but it has a strong um, biblical foundation or biblical qualities to it that can be really powerful for someone who's looking to grow in leadership. So I, that's an interesting book as well. So there's a couple some couple things about me, and um, you can look forward to next week for some other quirky stuff about Jacob. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening, and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today.